0: Welcome to Hey Change, the podcast where we question the truth and find happiness in new realities. Because changing who you are and working for a better world can be a lot of fun, and it's all about bringing that positive mindset to the table. So who do you want to be? What kind of world do you want to live in? And are you ready to fight with me for this beautiful planet that we call home? You can do this. We can do this, and I'm so excited to have you here on this journey with me. My name is Anne Therese, and this is my podcast, Pay hey Change. Welcome back to Hey Change, where we are about to have a chat with Nina, one of the co-founders of the fashion brand 8A. I love this girl because she is all about sunshine and positive news and she's also this hardworking and inspiring female entrepreneur who truly wants to better her own actions and try her best to drive some change in this world. And I always feel so empowered to having met with and talked to women just like her. And Nina grew up in Germany, where she spent most of her younger years on a basketball court, and she grew in love with the comfortable actor she'd always wear. But then, when she later in life moved to London to start her professional career, she found herself quickly adapt to the kind of dress code that that new life required. So soon enough, she had replaced those comfy sweatpants for tight suits and heels. But A tomboy at heart, she missed the powerful freedom of being able to wear the clothes that she felt comfortable in and that she actually wanted to wear and she thought to herself that there must be a different way to dress. A way that looked professional but that allowed her to also feel comfortable in her own skin and that made it easier for her to focus her energy where it needed to be. Who had decided that women should have to dress this way? Could there be an alternative, a simplified dress code for the everyday girl boss that someone like her, the ultimate tomboy, would want to wear? The idea of A-Day, a new kind of fashion, was born. So in today's episode, with the wisdom stolen from Mr. Obama himself, you'll learn why investing in smart, versatile uniforms will create that headspace you need to fully develop into your most powerful girl boss. And you'll also learn how we're about to make textiles from seaweed and why no one but you should determine the clothes that you wear. It's a talk about fashion that turns into a deeper conversation about life. We also cover the power of words and how important it is to be aware of the language that you use, not just to others, but to yourself as well. And one more thing before we dive in when I record my podcast, I just take my microphone with me and I visit my guests in their most authentic environments. And sometimes that comes with a little bit of background noise. Like this time when I Nina happens to live in this gorgeous big studio apartment in a traffic corner in Tribeca, New York. So with that said, um, there will be some honking cars in the background and maybe also a fire track or two. But it's part of New York and hence now also part of my podcast. And I hope you can just tune in and feel this vibrant energy that this amazing sitter always has to offer. So without further ado, this is me and Nina, and we're taking you to the heart of New York. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hey Change and welcome to Nina. And I'm so honored to be in her super cool hype apartment in Manhattan. Uh, I walked in and I was like, oh my God, I found my dream apartment. <laughs> I want to live here. It's like
1: a little green greenhouse. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm going to post pictures, guys, because this is just amazing. Anyway, it's so what we're we here to talk about. Uh, Nina, you are the founder of a super cool brand called A Day. Uh, so for anyone who might not know what A-Day is and what you stand for, do you mind just giving us a little like elevator pitch? Totally. So excited to be here today. Um, yeah, A-Day
1: is a brand that creates technical and seasonless staples. And um, we think of those as the most simple and like minimal yet versatile pieces in your wardrobe and a capsule wardrobe of really a few edited amazing pieces that can do a lot more mm. with 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 less, um, so very much a mission around creating a better wardrobe, um, a wardrobe that kind of transcends um, the traditional cycle of like buying into trends and seasons, and instead buys these versatile, long-lasting investment pieces that allow you to go on and do better things.
0: I love that. I always, you know, felt like I was behind in fashion because every season there's a new fashion. Now you're supposed mm. to have this, and this is a new color now. Mm. And then I'm like, I just got this new shirt and it's already out. And you know, I f- hated having to spend all that time and energy like trying to be in and like to be it. So I, I completely love what you guys are doing. And of course it's a lot more sustainable way of shopping and consuming and just creating a wardrobe for yourself. Mm-hmm. So how would you say, like, what are some ways that are functional like beyond the normal clothes?
1: Yeah, I mean, our our starting point was actually very much um, using fabrics that we call intelligence and like technical fabrics. And the, the inspiration, I'll kind of kind of go back a little bit. The inspiration for that was that so I grew up um, in Germany doing gymnastics, my like entire like early childhood, um, and then from gymnastics transitioned to doing basketball for a number of years. But basically, from like age three to age. Nineteen, like always, walked around in very comfortable, active clothing. And for me, like my wardrobe, at, as a as a young child, was never, you know, was just simple. It mm-hmm. was a non-issue basically. And um as a grown-up, then I moved, um, I studied finance, and moved to London, worked at Goldman Sachs, and was exposed to all these things around like you're supposed to have a corporate dress code, and you're supposed to be like a young adult like woman in london heels? like following trends and heels and Ugh. fashions and trends and all of that and and i kind of like went on that bank wagon because you you sort of that's what you do right, right. that's what we we did in the in, in in that time and i was um definitely had like horrible consumption patterns and like bought into trends and all of that and at some point felt really frustrated with my wardrobe because i had all the stuff but a lot of the pieces were not really meaningful a lot of them mm-hmm. like ended up like I ended up giving them away and I remembered like my childhood wardrobe and how simple and easy and versatile it was and I wanted to, to really have that and then my co-founder Meg um, I met her at Goldman she moved to San Francisco to get her MBA at Stanford after Goldman and she had never in her entire life worn active clothing until she got to Stanford <laughs> because everyone in California does but she uh, someone. Like gave her Lululemon yoga pants and she found it offensive and like did not want to you know walk around in like pink pastel yoga pants and both of us were talking about how how much we loved like we just wanted to spend all our time in these versatile technical pieces yet we wanted didn't want like a act like an active looking wardrobe we wanted right. pieces that are beautifully minimally designed for our everyday and our vision then was that if we use these technical intelligence fabrics we could really create pieces that people like literally want to spend 24 7 365 days in, and that's what we're doing that's amazing yeah so
0: who would you say is your most typical customer um describe her
1: yeah she's um she she's very much like the user of, like thinks about what she buys and I think there's two kind of brackets one is um the one who primarily like thinks about like her life and like the way she um goes about her life and like how she wants to simplify it so she may likely is a working woman um somewhere it doesn't really matter where but her schedule she she has some sort of ownership over her schedule Mm -hmm. because she's maybe followed her passion at some point in her life and like is maybe an artist or um works at a big corporate where she travels a lot or is an entrepreneur or is someone who is just a very active person in her life so she has ownership over her schedule and therefore wants to have ownership over her clothing and wants her clothing to kind of keep up with her and do um the things for her without fussing about it so she talks a lot about like Ada being her uniform for her life Mm, um that. that uniform that's that's up for anything.
0: But with that said, too, because now the one you're describing, I totally see that. But I think for someone listening, who may not have that lifestyle, yeah, like just looking at you wearing the clothes right now, like you can totally wear this not like, in a corporate office. Yeah, 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 You, know, you can wear that anywhere,
1: right? And we we even have, so we, we definitely have people who are in a more corporate office, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are you know activists, people who are poets, um, people who are writers, people who work for charities and like, but it, it really yeah anyone who in some way, has like ownership over the, their schedule.
0: Someone who wants to look fly but be comfortable. Yeah, awesome, exactly. love it. Completely my style. You got totally. it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. and then I think the second and the second bracket is, and that's the more that,
1: one that we're seeing up and coming now, and that's the one that's very close to our brand mission. And I would say actually, bracket number one and bracket number two there is a big overlap. Is the customer who does look for that like conscious wardrobe, like mm. the capsule wardrobe, and he she, she like. Um, and that's me now as well. Like I believe in somewhat minimalism and like believe better, fewer pieces that can do a lot. And like, she taps onto that. And and she we have this uh, we have a capsule wardrobe on our website uh, where you can literally on one click buy four pieces that can do a lot for you. What and amazing. she like gets that capsule wardrobe
0: and sort of simplify life. Simplify. I love it. And I, I want to talk a lot more about minimalism and mm-hmm. all that part. But something I really thought about when you were talking is. You know, how when you started working at um, Goldman, mm-hmm. was it? Yeah. And into the whole corporate world. And I think most people growing up, like, you know, leaving high school and then just starting working somewhere and you have these expectations on you that you're supposed to wear heels or, you know, a dress code or whatnot. And like, I don't know, I feel like today also with women starting to kind of like grow into their ownership of themselves, I can, st- I can look super sexy and powerful and dress in a way that I still comfortable because there's nothing sexy about feeling uncomfortable. I don't think so. And I kind of struggled with this when I became a model in New York City and Mm. thought I had to look a certain way and like wear Mm. certain clothes Mm. and felt just like so awkward and the least you want to do when you're a model, like you don't want to feel awkward, Mm. you really want to own yourself. And so that's something I learned is like, you can wear sneakers if you want to, or you can wear whatever just makes you feel like the most fly version of yourself. That's really who you should embrace and i think today it's just becoming more and more of that so
1: yeah and i also i don't i think I, when i'm talking about work and the atmosphere and, and women's wardrobes I, and even men's like i don't i don't believe in dress codes i don't mm-hmm. believe in corporate dress codes i think that's like such a thing of the past yeah totally. they have to
0: disappear definitely i think it's moving away from it maybe certain parts more than ever but anyways uh so i'm a little bit just curious about the name a day Mm -hmm. Uh, is there any thought behind it or how did you come up with it
1: yeah we um had way before launch we had a different name which was really hard to pronounce but it was also like something like centered around like positivity and um it was too difficult to pronounce so we had to come up with a new one but our starting point was really like we wanted something that's positive and like stands for something that is energetic and like uplifting and a day stands for a new day mm-hmm. so the starting point was sort of sunrise a new day a new day to do amazing things and like to be a better person and to live a conscious life um, so stands for a new day
0: or another day to do awesome things love that love that whole mindset because every day is truly really a new day mm-hmm. And, you know you can let the past define you or you just can wake up and be like okay let's see what today brings totally exactly. I'm on it game on yeah um, so I mean we kind of talked about like because on your website it says that multiplicity mm-hmm. multiplicity yeah is here this is the future of passion so with that said you just mean like by multiplicity is that how you can wear one piece in so many different ways mm-hmm.
1: yeah the, um, so we launched multiplicity in um, November last year we actually shot yeah, You're your very close friend. And um, our uh, one of our core values that we talked a about, lot about last year, like during the year, is simplicity. Mm-hmm. So, really simplifying and like the minimalistic nature. But Eide, um, in a way, is not just simplicity and it's not just minimalism because, or it is simplicity and minimalism plus, in a way, because. We are so proud that for each of the garments, we not just design like a simple white t-shirt. We design a simple white t-shirt that can also be your like shirt that you wear at work. And it can mm. also be the shirt that you wear to work out And it could also be the shirt you wear, to the only shirt you bring to travel. So the simplicity squared almost mm. <laughs> is, is equal to multiplicity. One piece that can do like five, six different things. So simplicity becomes mul- multiplicity. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah, and by creating this like inherent versatility and multiplicity in a in a garment, mm-hmm. um, you can simplify them because you don't have to have five different pieces. That one simple piece that's versatile can do a lot for you. Awesome. So the best manifestation or example of that is that amongst multiplicity launch was one sh- one like shirt dress dress shirt called back to front, and um, it's a shirt. Buttoned-on shirt that can be worn as a dress and then it can be turned around and you can wear it the other way um, back to front mm. and then you have a belt where you, that you can tie around so that's four and then you can wear it as like a jacket coat kind of thing so there's five Amazing. different ways of wearing
0: it also, and I have one of your pair of pants and you can like clip them up so they can be shorter or longer depending on like the day or the weather or like just the style you want to have or whatever. Exactly, the snap so. it
1: up pants. And are mm-hmm. exactly part of that launch as well. Snap it up for like more cropped or more longer. Mm-hmm. Replacing automatically like what you would have normally had two pants for.
0: So That's so cool. So how, what would you say is like the future of fashion if you were to like, define it now?
1: I mean, this is like what we're so excited about that thankfully we are hopefully part of a movement that is defining the future Mm -hmm. of it and the way i see it is that you know the reason why i'm an entrepreneur is that i think um i like thinking about the future but then when i think about the future i'm like okay then i kind of want to take a part in like creating it and creating it in a way that i think it's it should be and the future of fashion the way it should be to me is that um i do believe that people need to slow down Mm. we see it happening there are definitely a lot of people who are slowing down, but not enough yet. I think um, a lot more people should slow down a lot more in terms of not buying a ton of new stuff every season. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking really hard about what to buy and why they buy it, and then when they buy it, making sure that they wear it over and over and over again, and give give the the the, clo- the, the garment really a purpose. Yeah. So I see the future moving from like the fast fashion to more slow fashion and to more conscious conscious consumption, for sure. Um, Yeah, and I want to take part in like creating that. Yeah, we want more from our garments. Like we are, you know, we ask more about fabrics nowadays. People want to know exactly like where they're coming from, what's in there. So each fabric has to have a reason. It can't just be like cheaply made cotton that like uses a ton of water when making it and then creating a t-shirt that like literally lasts for like a year mm-hmm. it needs to be fabric that comes from good sources that is made in a thoughtful way and then that performs really well and like lasts okay. really long so like i think we just have yeah the other we will have higher demands and like we want more from 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 our clothes
0: and i think something when you were talking about like slowing down and like going from fast fashion to slow fashion which is like it's a movement happening right now mm-hmm. and i feel myself being amongst that and I think something where my shift mind shifted was I mean it still might be there but just the shame of wearing the same clothing twice right Mm -hmm. it's like I can't wear this I wore this the last time I went to a party or you know I don't know if you've ever experienced that growing up but like for me when I was a teenager that was like do not wear the same Mm -hmm. thing twice and that's just insane to me I mean If there's a piece of clothing that I happen to think I look really good in, and I feel really comfortable in, I would wear it over and over and over. And I don't even mind that becoming a part of who I am. That's like, part of my personal story you yeah know? and totally. actually now i've had uh i walked in with my denim jacket and you were like maybe we it's should so just bad. not hanging because uh-huh. like ripping apart now. <laughs> uh, but i've actually had people come up to me like oh i recognize you from your jacket cool like, oh, so that's your about. that's your brand so it's becoming part of who yeah, i am i don't mind it you know
1: i love that so yeah i, I definitely i mean i've definitely felt that as well as a teenager for sure and mm-hmm. i think that's just like we, like, our age, millennials, that's how we grew up, right? Like, we were grew up, grew up, like, supposedly, like, following trends and fashions and mm-hmm. things. And um, I think it depends a little bit on, like, who you are and, like, what you stand for. I think if, as a grown-up, like, I now feel, and obviously, like, this is the brand I'm creating, but I feel, like, extremely good about repeating my uniform over and over. And I'm trying to be, like, fun and, like, smart about it. So, like, the same trousers with, like, a different... I have a couple of different trousers that I repeat over and a couple different shirts that I repeat mm-hmm. over and like mix and match them in some way but I like love having a specific style and I love like having white sneakers and he- black heels is like the only kind of shoes that I have and I have various versions of it <laughs> awesome so I love that but I wonder I have no idea how actually um, the current like younger generation I'm guessing Instagram yeah, because you, the, you know like teenage girls who love Instagram as a medium like do they care about outfit repeating i think i think they they probably
0: still yeah. like have
1: that feeling that we had as a teenager
0: so i, I wonder, don't say I think, I think it's a part of like growing up and being more secure in yourself yeah and i think it has a lot to do with insecurity yeah um but hopefully i mean it was created by society yeah. from fast fashion and advertising that you yeah. know used to post to you know there's a new it used to be four seasons now it's like 52 seasons yeah. and like there are stores like Sarah and H&M and all those big stores that could like keep creating new fashion mm-hmm. within one to one or two weeks span, right? So when every time you went to the store, there's something new to be found. Right. And so of course that creates the feeling of like I need to be updated, like that's so last season. Um, so it's not, I mean, it is backed by society and totally. <laughs> the economy to want to sell more, but I think... What's happening now, which is really amazing, is that you know the world is starting to realize that there's a big issue here. Yeah. We need to go to more into circular than linear, and mm-hmm. we can repurpose the things we mm-hmm. have. But also, how can we slow down? How can we just like use the things we have more and to actually invest in pieces that will last for a long time and that we really love, so we're gonna wear them a lot. Mm, agreed. And I mean,
1: the other thing is if people are and they are definitely, I definitely mean, am probably less of that, but. People are getting tired of their like outfits, right? Mm-hmm. And of their styles. So a bunch of people in my team are on Rent the Runway rent the runway unlimited. Mm-hmm. And that's such a cool way that's of so smart. of like working against that fatigue because then you're just gonna have a closet with your essentials, your basics, your like Aiden, your Evelyn, like the pieces that are your t Every everyday yeah. kind of things. And you add up this like jacket or dress um, from Rent the Runway. Return it after, and like someone else will wear it. Or no,
0: even like have clothing swap to your friends. And, yeah. Like, borrow stuff from each other yeah. too, because you know, that's fun. Yeah. I, I mean, that. I love
1: vintage. I have a bunch of, I was just gonna say, I have a bunch of like my jackets that I like love, my summer jackets and stuff. They're all, most of them are like vintage. Mm-hmm. And which them. is like
0: one of the best ways today to be sustainable. Agreed. Honestly, because we're using what's already out there. Agreed. And vintage today, like it's fun, you know, it's not just old school and like smelly stuff. It's It's good, it's good stuff. So I would actually gonna that was next next question I was gonna go into um, because what if there is someone this is definitely not me because mm-hmm. I should care more about my personal style but if someone listening who really cares about fashion or style and thinks that it's fun and important to dress properly for each situation mm-hmm. and really all, always want to show up looking like really properly dressed for that particular situation and occasion um, how what, how can a person like that be more sustainable? And more conscious in the way that he or she addresses shopping and fashion. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, definitely what I just said, Rent a Runway, I think is awesome for yeah. that. Um, I think the downside of Rent a Runway is their style is very, like, a little bit like, preppy. So I think mm. they should, I wish there was another service that would be more, like, contemporary, cool, edgy. Um, but I'm sure there's other services like Rent to Runway. But basically, renting, I think, is a great way of, of, of updating your wardrobe that's one hack and then the other way hack is, is um, vintage and like peer-to-peer platforms my co-founder Meg used to uh, work for Poshmark mm-hmm. do you know Poshmark right, yeah yeah San Francisco Bay is actually a marketplace um, for peer-to-peer vintage selling and that's a super cool way as well because you you know once you get tired and want to update your things people who are very fashion-forward mm-hmm. get something new and you sell it you sell it on, on Poshmark. you'll own it for a couple months couple years however long you want and you sell it on on Foshmark again. So um, smart. So those are the two hacks I would have for people.
0: Yeah. And also like accessories and stuff maybe. Sometimes I, I just take yeah, my I clothes mean, and I put it away and then I find it again like a few months later like, oh I forgot about this Now it's fun again. Yeah.
1: Totally. Thanks for reminding me. I mean I have um, a, friend, a good friend of mine in Portland. She has a company called Accessories Junkie. With her friend, um, two two women founders, amazing, amazing, and they source these like beautiful pieces of jewelry from Colombia and Brazil and like all these countries where they travel to, and um, Ursula, the other founder, travels to and finds these gorgeous, gorgeous huge earrings, mm. and they sell it on their um, accessories website three uh, four times a year only. So they only open four times a year, oh, wow. right? have these like, very beautiful, exclusive. very, ex- well, exclusive, but also conscious, sustainable, yeah, 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 totally. because that, like, in a way, like, forces people to think about mm-hmm. um, it more in, like, a s- slow fashion, slow consumption way. Um, and they open four times a year and buy and sell these gorgeous, gorgeous jewelry pieces. So I have these big Empire State earrings that I wow. mix with
0: everything. And something I thought about, too, when you said, like, they only open four times a year, it's something to be said about the whole anticipation of things, because mm-hmm. like when you're a child, and that was like September, and you started thinking about what do I want for Christmas this year, yeah. and then you started building up this anticipation, you want yeah. a gift, and like it just became a big thing to get something. Whereas today, if you want something, you can go down and buy it in the next fifteen minutes. You know, mm. everything is so accessible with the mm. internet and stuff, and sometimes. Having to wait for something and to build something mm-hmm. up and to really save up to like buy that one dress You really mm-hmm. want for yourself. Like that's part of the whole value, too, right? I agree. Yeah That's why I love their model so much I thought it, I thought it was
1: really innovative to like because mm. it's an online store and I open only open four times a year Versus yeah, like a, any other well, like Amazon is always on a mouse click and like by accident You always buy like another book or like, this right. or like oh, that <laughs> Didn't really need that didn't that really okay. need that and, eh. So I think the like patience that teaches is So it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um um, yeah I think it's I love that thought of anticipation and like slowing down in certain things and I think it can actually also be transferred to like other parts of of conscious living in a way like you know do we really need to work like five six days a week no maybe I, not <laughs> no. I mean I
0: come from Sweden from yeah a completely different outlook on work than in America yeah. but yeah totally like it's such a like our productivity has gone up so
1: much right and technology Mm -hmm. is helping humans to be so much more I don't think necessarily
0: we need to work six days a week to be like but then also I think but yeah I I always wanted to I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur like I just I'm an entrepreneur at heart and then growing up I was like oh I can't wait until I'm out of school I can't wait until I'm done with this and that and then to be able to do whatever I want and Uh today I've literally created a life I want for myself and I'm still stressing out (laughs) so I'm like what am I doing and then uh, the only thing I have to do is just remind myself to slow down Mm -hmm. and to be here right Mm -hmm. now and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I'm like I built this dream life for myself. I'm here interviewing inspiring amazing people yeah, yeah. on the topics I really care for. So it's really down to us to just make the life that we want for totally. ourselves. And to completely just enjoy it right now.
1: Yeah, and I, a couple of years ago I picked up meditation, and mm-hmm. like with meditation a more conscious way of like, read all these meditation books and conscious, like thinking about um, how my thoughts and my emotions and all of that, how they all act. and any situation you know when you're in a certain situation and your emotions and your thoughts are doing x versus you're in the exact same situations and they're doing y how that situation can be so extraordinarily different whilst it's the same situation um so for me that has helped a lot in like living being happier really like being being happy and being present but Keeping up the meditation habits
0: is another story. <laughs> it's another story. It's, it's a practice, you know? Yeah, it's something you yeah. have to commit to every day. Like, if you want to be happy, it's, it's just us working out and staying fit. You have to commit to it. You know, you have to practice it. Yeah. Um, and I, something I've learned is really that the I power could... behind words. Uh-huh. It's like the words I choose to communicate with right. will really affect like how I live my life. Yeah. And it's difference between, between saying, I will try to, or mm. I will you know it's like just by cutting out the try to mm-hmm. you're basically manifesting with yourself like I can do this you know I will do it. that's this. awesome yeah. yeah I literally just I'm on
1: the way here I was texting I was sending it I was writing a text and I, as I was writing it I deleted the try to again because Love it. I think <laughs> it's the same way totally awesome. yeah have you read the four agreements no the book it's like based on Toltec philosophy and the four agreements are like four agreements for you to like be more present live a happier life and one of them is What's um, call it called again? Use um, basically the words you use towards others and also towards yourself, mm. and like how that impacts your thinking and your life. Totally. Um, So only use the best possible words towards other people, but also towards yourself. Like, don't use hate language. Like, oh, I did this wrong. Or like, oh, I wish I hadn't done this. Mm -hmm. Or like, I wish I would have said something different in the podcast. oh, I'm so
0: bad at this. Oh, I'm so
1: bad at this. Never use that language because that language manifests like that feeling. So always use good language towards yourself
0: even. Cheers to that. Awesome. Um, So what would you say is like your personal relationship to fashion? You did say a little bit that you grew up like having... No, really, relationship to fashion, and then you know, manifested into like starting working with corporate life. Do you feel like you're living in the fashion world today? Does it feel weird to say that you're in fashion? I think that's my question. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we see ourselves really in fashion in some way. Like, in some way, where
1: yes, we are like very much part of the industry and like, um, you know, have really have a voice, especially with publications Mm -hmm. and editors and all of that. But I don't see like I work in fashion Mm because we have nothing to do with like runway and like new york fashion week um so my personal relationship with it I, i would say is i remember like the first photo i remember of myself like seeing of myself like dressed was when my mom um like my first day of school i was like six years old little kid little blonde kid in germany um dressed and mom i love you but dressed with like (laughs) red pants and like a dark pink like sweatshirt and head to toe in this like weird color combination and that was the photo I remember like my literally first memory of like seeing myself dressed and um I think a I've never worn color since (laughs) like
0: you were damaged for life
1: damaged for life I've literally my wardrobe has emerged to be like Black and white and navy and midnight and gray and a lot. I like yellow. They have a little bit of yellow, but I've had like never <laughs> worn color since. Um, so I've become a minimalist in that way quite quickly. And like I, as a as a as a child, doing during gymnastics and basketball, I worked around walked around and like lots of like Adidas and Nike actually mm-hmm. primarily um, as a child. So my relationship to fashion was like fashion neutral as a child, and then um, university was really where just like following the trends and like you know people were dressed like cool and you wanted to have new colors and like branded sweat like ralph lauren and 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 like weird things like that and um then i really got into fashion and i was like oh wow trends and like cool brands and like this and then at um goldman uh, in london like had to have different dresses and then i worked for a venture capital fund index ventures and because at the time i was into fashion i um did actually work a lot on on like fashion stuff and like looked at fashion companies and indexed we were investors in asos and Net-a-Porter and forfetch and and so had a little bit to do with that world and started actually did lecture at the london college of fashion for of entrepreneurship for, like a, for the master entrepreneurship um for like a class so i got into that world and it was really fun and interesting but i was longing for just like getting out of that like what the fashion industry was doing there's mm-hmm. like trends and um, shitty fabrics and, and all of that and like wanted a better wardrobe. So now I would say I'm again like super fashion neutral. I'm a minimalist um, in many ways. Like I love my like simple palette and um, I'm in. I'm really here to like help create a more conscious way of of um, of thinking about clothing and like consuming clothing and designing clothing. Because really half the recipe of like what a piece of what a garment can do is is in the design and like what intent you put into it and so that's what i'm passionate about like really designing with intent
0: i love it i mean first of all i love your your entrepreneurial spirit and i love the fact that you know you never saw yourself becoming like you didn't have the dream as a child like i'm going to be a fashion designer or you didn't go to fashion school or like any of that and even today you're like i don't know if i'm in fashion i guess i am but it's just that you know I mean, I do appreciate the people who really treat fashion as art because I think it's very artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to be just about that. Mm-hmm. And especially it does not have to be about fast fashion and like mm-hmm. creating new designs all the time, but like about functionality, like mm-hmm. what you actually want to wear and mm-hmm. how can we create more intention behind the clothing itself. Like how can we use fabrics that are good for the planet mm-hmm. and for us and that going to last a long time. And so... I mean I, I love it. This is this is why I'm doing this podcast to meet people like you and to be inspired and to see that, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurship in the world today and yeah. that's what's gonna change the world. That that's what's gonna head us into a better future.
1: Yeah, and it's really fun because our team um, consists of like such a group of like awesome young, ambitious women and the also uh, our senior designer Millie she did go to fashion school. Thank God, someone went to fashion school. <laughs> so she went. To, she did sports fashion, uh, sports design, and then our like junior designer Emmy as well, and our production manager um, Lauren went to FIT. So all of them like very much come from like fashion school mm-hmm. backgrounds, and the way they see it. So Emmy and, and and Millie both did sports design specifically, and um, they see it. Um, we all in the team have very much very similar like intuition and vision for everything and are super aligned and they do see it as um, like changing the industry but also in a way as an art because it's such a design challenge what we're doing and the design challenge being like sourcing these awesome fabrics and then like designing with simple lines few cuts few colors and designing this inherent versatility into that Mm. so it is it's fun to see them and to work with them because it's such a um, mix of uh, it, it is like changing an industry but also creating less like art design solving this this design puzzle in a way because
0: I feel like you have a very like slim collection yeah. due to like you want to be minimalistic and like fun- function mm-hmm. functional functional <laughs> thank you i like like functionalistic, functionalistic. now <laughs> um but you know there are so many body types out there obviously yeah, yeah it's also yeah. to be able to create a design that can fit everyone depending mm-hmm. on like your height or you know your size and your body yeah type. the snap it up
1: pants is a great example exactly. of that and that's like really truly like all credit to the design team mm-hmm. the versatility of like a tall person and a short person being able to wear them yeah. and um yeah, for sizing as well, I mean, We've our returns rates are incredibly low because our stuff is comfortable and stretchy, we think, because, because it fits multiple sizes. Awesome.
0: Congratulations. How long have you guys been around now? Um, almost three years. Wow. Yeah. You need to check out their website. It looks really cool. And stay tuned. And what, what do you have again? The, the jacket up in there? Again? Yeah, I have... A, right now, today, I'm wearing the jacket. From, it's like a... It's, it almost feels like a, a swimsuit, mm-hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, and the inside is recycled actually completely recycled plastic bottles recycled plastic bottles Mm -hmm. amazing I love it no it's super nice it's like slim and I feel I needed something warm for New York because I was coming from California and I don't really have a jacket like how can I wear layers in the the city so I'm layering up and I would love to wrap up and have you go off into this Friday night Uh, do you have any nice weekend plans I may go back to the office,
1: actually, have a glass of wine with the team, but I'm going to see if they're still around. Yeah, no, if not, we're, we're shooting this weekend. Yeah, we're the shooting this weekend.
0: Uniform. Nina was like, since you're just in, in town for like a weekend, can we please do a quick photo shoot? So that's going to be super cool. We're exciting. launching a
1: super cool activist uniform, and there's no better person to shoot than you. Oh,
0: thank you. You do want to quickly share about the uniform or the yeah launching?
1: uniforms is um, basically a concept that we launched uh, in response to how we as a team and like, all the customers have worn a day and um we you know like years ago i read about barack obama and steve jobs way of, of of dressing which is essentially like having a uniform in like seven different editions and mm-hmm. like, wearing it every single day because that's a very like conscious way of living but it creates also the headspace for them to do um, other things that's important like to run country and stuff um (laughs) trump clearly does not have to (laughs) talk to him um so our version of the uniforms is a couple of like female female friendly edits of 8a um well it's a female version of the uniform which is a couple of different versions not just one turtleneck but there are a couple of options and um uniforms that essentially allow you to just have this one piece of they're just one outfit um, that allows you to go and do all the awesome things that you want to be doing. Amazing.
0: I think I need to get one. Totally.
1: And you're launching this for Earth Day, right? So for Earth Day, we're launching this special edition, a special edition of an activist uniform and a sunshine capsule. Um, and the proceed, part of the proceeds of the sales on Earth Day and beyond will go to SolarAid, which is a charity focused on um, providing solar access to sub-Saharan African countries um, nice. and solar education. So, Amazing. we're super inspired.
0: So, it's all about sun and like protecting planet Earth. Love it. Sunshine all around. Amazing. Okay, so to send you off to weekend and wine and photo shoot soon. But uh, I want anyone who's listening to be able to find you guys, check mm-hmm. out your, your capsules and your minimalistic styles. Your website is. This is 8 and then the Instagram
1: is this is a day. Mm. Um, it's really simple clean follow I love us. it
0: and then everything is gonna be linked to yeah the and Spotify. then on the website,
1: just subscribe to the mailing list because we send all of some emails with like great content so and get early access to new launches and, and when if you're based in New York or in San Francisco and LA, those are our biggest cities, um, London actually too, we pop up from time to time and so anyone on the mailing list will get invitations to, to different different pop-ups. And this We're also okay. looking for more ambassadors. So whoever, oh. like, you know, has bought a piece of clothing and like loves it, you should come check us out.
0: Totally, totally. I think we have a lot of ambassadors listening, actually. Potential ambassadors.
1: Oh, and we should do a. I'll have a little code for your you, listeners. Oh. Yeah. Simple. Hey, change. You can use
0: Hey, change for ten dollars off your first purchase. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. That's like so generous. Um, and you guys, you want these p- pieces of clothing because I wear my pants like all the time and the jacket. Good to you. Um, good to you. All right, Nina. Are you ready for my final three questions? Yes. Fire them up. All right. So, number one here on Hate Change, we're all about spreading good vibes and positivity. So, sure. so, please share with us some positive news that you've learned recently.
1: Positive news. So, I'm, by the way, I'm also all about sunshine and positivity. So, I love this. Um, and I think that's what the world should be like. Uh, positive news I learned. I really love watching the most recent Al Gore, the sequel of his original mm. movie. Whilst I haven't vetted every single like fact that he posted, it's really positive. I need like, to see there's it. There's a lot of positive aspects and positive things around specific countries, um, not the US, but other countries like doing really cool things in climate and in. And we renewables. need to know this
0: to to. We need to be reminded that there's still hope. Oh, for stuff. sure
1: And yeah. I mean, you're Swedish I'm German Like, yeah. they're, they're, These are two countries That have, you know For a long time Been leading the way And uh, as we're like Looking in the future It's about Sweden and Germany But it's a, very much also About China And like Pakistan mm-hmm. And India And all these countries That are already in numbers Exceeding our our home countries And the US By so Like oh, socialized numbers it's yeah. So it's inspiring yeah. If countries like that Are doing big things And then the US Is gonna come
0: So check out Al Gore's new movie also, have you have you read uh, heard about Project Drawdown? Mm-mm. So it's um, it's a book, and it's basically scientific facts that we can reverse global warming. Mm-hmm. and they have a list of 100 things we can do to reverse it like not just slow it down but like to actually rever- reverse it
1: awesome i it.
0: so when i heard that i'm like yes Yay!
1: well i have one I like another example is my very close friend courtney boyd Myers. she's starting a super cool company called akua which is um kelp jerky so think <laughs> like beef jerky but without the beef and instead made from seaweed
0: Oh, wow. and seaweed
1: farming is not only it's amazing I don't know the exact science of it but it's not only it's like eliminating co2 yeah. in the air so it's it's reversing climate change and awesome. they're
0: producing oxygen too exactly and we need that because yeah. we're cutting so, down a tree so we should plant more um, seaweed that's another
1: sure. piece of positive news because like there's lots of yes yeah, her product is gonna be really really big in, wow. in that. Cannot and not wait
0: is this your friend yeah wow You need to talk to her. (laughs) Huh? You need to talk to her? Yeah, I would love to
1: introduce you. I love that. Thank you. And, like, stay tuned from Ada, because we're also currently
0: looking into seaweed. Wow. Ah, New fabrics Mm. coming along. So many amazing things happening. Okay, that was, like, multiple (laughs) positive news in one question. Well, if you have any more positive news, come to me, because that's what I do. (laughs) We're going to have a list going soon, I promise. All right, so to follow up on that, what do you do in your everyday life to make sure that you stay positive and inspired? Um good question
1: well i mentioned i touched upon the meditation um but i have to admit like i'm still trying i I had i used to have a really good meditation habit and i'm i've dropped it a little bit because it's really hard to do all the things so meditation is key but if you can't get to do it for me i'm i'm like having little rituals um like for when you first get up in the morning like read um a couple of lines in your favorite books like yeah. i love um, marcus Aurelius' meditations because that's just like such a like random but super cool book to read like two three four lines in and like get you started right into the day
0: It's amazing yeah it's just like tiny little things like that you know to remind yourself because it's so easy to, to like forget and like to loot yourself in the surroundings because the surroundings will get to you if you don't you know, claim your own. Oh, I heard something the other week. It's claim extraordinary mm-hmm. or ordinary will claim you.
1: Oh, I love it. Isn't it so powerful?
0: <laughs> I kind of want to make a tattoo of it now, but maybe no more tattoos. I love that. Uh-huh. Okay, so number three in our final question. If you could go back in time and tell your 20-year-old self one thing, what would that be?
1: Um, I think it's just it's all gonna be okay I think we all spend I'm probably even my 30 year old self because um um it's it's easy to stress out over it it's so easy to stress out over things with, as a matter of fact it's all gonna be fine and like I'm including in that things like climate change because I believe so much in humanity like we're it's all gonna be fine I believe and in 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 us like wanting the best for planet earth and ourselves so it's all gonna be okay for sure
0: thank you again for tuning in today i'm super excited to have you with me on this journey of change don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and if you have a minute over please leave a quick review and some stars thank you i'm also to be found on instagram via the hashtag #HeyChange or on my website heychange.net So please follow me and we can be friends. All right, until next time, have an awesome day and don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.